I'm Ben Clunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. We're two entrepreneurial professionals based in Spokane, Washington. Join us on our journey to make 2019 the most prosperous of our lives. We'll bear all as we strive to improve all aspects of our business and our health and fitness, as well as our relationships personally and professionally. We aim to offer impactful insight into our business and personal lives. We'll share the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout our journey. With the ultimate goal of our business and fitness being in the best shape of our lives at the close of 2019. You are listening to the Ordinary to Extraordinary Podcast. Well, first off, welcome to Ordinary to Extraordinary Podcast with yours truly, Ben Clunt. And the Scottish guy. Well, you want me to introduce myself? You kind of looked at me weird there. <laughs> and who's this guy across the table from me? I just realized I thought we sounded really weird. It's because I've got these headphones on, so I'm going to drop them off. <laughs> drop the headphones. That way it's not going to First off, let's, I mean, let's kick it off with something that I thought was kind of exciting. And it's like, we got a couple of reviews now on our podcast, and we don't know who they are. And yeah, they're good reviews. But no, thank you. I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, thanks for the reviews, people. We've got 15 reviews. Yeah, really good reviews, Um, which helps us a lot in terms of listenership. Yeah, it does. It it kind of, um, the way the algorithm works on the Apple um, is that it kind of needs reviews and stars. So lots of five-star reviews. I don't think we'll get any one-star reviews yet. Please don't go on and do one. Just mess it with us, yeah. Um, Somebody give us a four-star review. I don't know who that was. But that means that people that we might not get organically from a social media standpoint or people that we know here in Spokane are going to be able to see us on searches <laughs> when they search for business and fitness and health and things because we, we put little tags on stuff. So I don't know if you saw walking in here. I was chatting with a guy out there before we walked it back into the kind of room we have reserved at fellow co-working. Yeah, you kept me waiting for ages. I know. Poor you. You had to wait <laughs> two minutes. Yeah. It's called patience. And uh, he was telling me, he's like, are you guys going to record your podcast? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, I thought I was wondering if you guys have recorded it here. I follow you on Instagram. He goes, and then I saw that Scottish guy in the pictures and I saw him here. And I was like, wait a second. They do record it fellow. Did you want an autograph? I'll go out and okay, so Yeah, just sign on his computer screen. You have to do it in Sharpie. Yeah, I, I should have introduced myself. I just, you guys were deep in conversation and had my hands full. And No, it's fun. Uh, it's more comments, more people saying they're listening. And I mean, it, you look at our month over month uh, listenership. I mean, it's gone up yeah. every month so by it's, it's funny, big numbers. This, and the one we released today, when we asked what his trajectory was, he said, oh, like a rocket ship. So I looked at it like, so we normally, the, the setting on our, um, on our analytics app, I guess, is for seven days. Yeah. And I looked at it for always, and then I looked at it for the month. This, yeah, yeah. The last 30 days has been like... It makes up a, a third. It makes up a third. A third. Yeah, because... Entire. So, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if we're doing something right, but people are listening, and we're getting feedback, and that's good, right? Yeah. Mostly positive feedback, too, so that's good, too. <laughs> Mostly positive, Mostly. Yeah. Cassie still doesn't like your voice. Yeah, well, Cassie can pound sand. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm and, not, I don't even know who Cassie is. <laughs> I know it's your hairdresser, but I've not met her. Cassie, yeah. we're going to interview you one day. 
we can get her in here. She's actually working on some really cool stuff right now. I, know, I, I think know. it would be fun to have her on. I just mean I just mug her the whole time. Two looking daggers at each other, yeah. <laughs> um, so, should we start with a weekend debrief? Because I have kind of fun stories to tell. <laughs> a weekend debrief? You have fun stories? Why don't you start with your fun stories on Mother's Day weekend? So, Mother's Day weekend, and I hope my mother doesn't listen to this. Oh, good lord. I... And I want to just preface that... I hope my mother doesn't listen to this. I manage the bar going through college. I do a lot right now in the bar and restaurant industry for business owners. And it's been 10 plus years since, and I should preface this, got involved in any kind of bar skirmish or fight. And... Oh, jeez. I was almost, almost... In a bar fight on Friday. Are you seriously going to say this on like a recording? Like oh yeah, I'm going to I'm going to put it out there. I so two of my friends and they'll remain nameless just now, but I know Ben's going to figure out exactly who. Don't I, say. I names. was like, couldn't be the two individuals you posted about that you were out with on Friday on your yeah, Instagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'd warned them. We decided to go to a country bar in Idaho via Spokane Valley, and they called and they know I like country and that's one of my favourite places to go and I, I kind of warned them hey just make sure you're dressed appropriately and make on the way out I warned them hey you can't act the way you act downtown Spokane don't try and draw that kind of attention to yourself like just be in the moment and cognizant of what's going on so we went to one of my customers in the valley uh, I was watching the Houston Rockets Golden State Warriors game and wasn't very happy with the result but completely removed from the little situation they had going on so they were on the other side of me and they were looking one way and a couple of guys on the other side of the bar saw how they were dressed and kind of how they were carrying themselves and it wasn't in line with the valley so they took umbrage to that and essentially tried to pick a fight with those two while I was watching the game anyway when the game was over um at this point, it escalated to where they'd been talking to and about each other back and forward, and I was more focused on basketball, and at this point, was kind of brought into it to where I would, to de-escalate it, and had to yell at my two friends and tell them to shut the heck up. Oh, how did that happen? Sorry, I, think, I think you're on backwards. We'll fix it in a minute. So I had to yell at them to shut the heck up and basically say, hey, we're not going to do this. We're going to... Everybody's going to walk out of here. Nothing's going to happen. No fight and none of that. So anyway, we got outside. Or they went outside. I thought they'd left. And we called an Uber to go to where we were going. And as we're driving out the parking lot, the Uber got attacked and the window punched, but it didn't get smashed. And yeah, it was kind of You guys were in the Uber we and were the guys the hit the car? Yeah. Oh, jeez. So the Uber driver drove off and basically I had to yell at those two and tell them that, you know, they don't get to talk big games when neither one of them's ever been in any kind of bar fight or never been hit and yeah it was interesting but then the rest of the night was great so that was friday night um (laughs) a real high class joint you're going to there on saturday i met up with a group of friends and it was supposed to end up being a, a kind of night out and i was home in bed by 10 and then on sunday I kind of took some time to recenter and focus and do some things, and I'm feeling good today, Ben. So that was my weekend. Nice. Yeah. But Friday night was definitely one for the books. It was good fun. <laughs> Swing dancing and country music and 
Um, yeah, it was good. Nice. Did you ride the bull? There is no bull there anymore. What? Yeah. Liability. All right, Ben. Tell me about your weekend, Ben. <sighs> you know, well, we played golf Friday. Not not together, but got done, wrapped up with golf. <laughs> you were all mad that you didn't get uh, the original uh, message to play golf, unfortunately. I know. I'm not going to introduce you to anybody else ever It wasn't again. me. I thought you were on that group. Who was it? Two of our friends. Which, which one? It was actually three of our friends, but only one of them only played nine. Mm-hmm. But so uh, Friday night golf, uh, I guess Friday afternoon, excuse me, golf, uh, went home, hung out with the family. Uh, Saturday, we did chores. I did chores around the house, just hanging out, you know, catching up, doing the family man thing. And then uh, Saturday night, we went out, uh, spent the most amount of money, probably the second uh, most, the greatest amount of money I've ever spent on dinner. Which Did you uh, lose a bet or was it just because it was somebody's birthday? No, this was literally just Lauren and my's. In my portion of the bill, our bill was I mean, like a thousand dollars for the bill. That was all wine, wasn't yeah. it? You were drinking the fancy was, wine. No, that wasn't my bill. That was, I mean, split in half. So it was like two fifty. But even still, I'm like, I don't spend two hundred fifty dollars on freaking dinner. Like my god! But it was for a friend's birthday, so it was pretty. It was a fun evening. Dinner was delicious. Good time out. It was a surprise birthday party for her, so uh, she was surprised. And then Mother's Day, obviously, on Saturday, so celebrated my wife and mom and mother-in-law. I had a barbecue with everybody at our house in the evening, and that morning uh, took Lauren and my son out for a convertible ride and uh, went out to Suncrest, actually, to a, that 291 brew house that I was telling you about. Kind of a cool old service station turned mm-hmm. coffee and booze. So uh, we had a little breakfast there and then just went for a nice little drive. So it was a cool Sunday. Nice. Good times, good times. She said she was happy, so that's all that matters. <laughs> you double check, though, right? It's you don't you don't ever take the first answer, right, from a girl. No, she said it multiple times, so I, I, I figured I was in the clear there. All right, so let's go straight to accountability. So we set yes. some goals, yes. and we said today. So today is uh, it, no May thirteenth. I tried to go back a month. Uh, today is May 13th, and we set some goals by today. Yes. And I am happy to report that professionally and fitness-wise, crushed both. Crushed both. Now, from the business side, I have two verbal agreements from partners, and I only set the goal for one, so that's why I'm saying I crushed it. Oh, okay. So one of them has paperwork and should be signed and back to me this week and you actually introduced me to her so i bought you lunch the other day to say thank you nice good uh, that should be a good source of business for me on the payroll side and then the other one <clears throat> is a developer slash designer slash um marketing company that makes a lot of websites for people so from an e-commerce standpoint we're going to try and be there preferred vendor but they've pretty much agreed that they love our technology and they like playing with their api and um, that means that we've opened up our technology and said hey see what can connect and how you can write to it and we can write to you and they like it so i said one i wanted one of kind of get two verbal agreements nice and on the fitness side i will say this last weekend i completely self-sabotaged <laughs> that's not what my mindset was but uh, I'll, I'll say I was feeling a bit sorry for myself and in the interest of being raw and vulnerable was not just sorry for myself in terms of uh, anything necessarily that's been going on but all my friends seemed busy out of town I wanted to hang out with people and everybody I reached out to just couldn't so Saturday and Sunday I ordered Uber Eats 
probably did about 3,000 calories per day, ate out both nights as well, had a few drinks. So yeah, Saturday, Sunday last week was an absolute shambles. And from Friday to Monday, I was about four and a half to five pounds heavier than I was on the Friday. Uh So now some of that obviously is water weight and things like that. But um, when I set that goal, I was 205-ish and I wanted to be between 198 and 202. But then I got on the scale yesterday and took a picture and sent it to Ben and it was 201 even. So I'm right within the range, the range I wanted to be. Yeah. And I was later this morning, but we'll go with yesterday's weight. Um, nice. So, yeah, 201, and I have photographic evidence. Photographic evidence. So, yeah, I got to both goals. Nice. Um, and still pushing on. On The weight isn't as important to me as how I feel. I really do feel good just now. And I'm excited to kick Ben's ass tomorrow because we're going to do some plyometric <laughs> and speed work. Yay. So... Yeah. Yay. I'm so excited. This is my excited voice. <laughs> Let's talk about your goals because you, I mean, it was the next day when you got to your weight, right? It didn't take long. I dropped like four or five pounds. Well, I can't remember what my weight was when we started these goals. I think I was like uh, 233. And you wanted to be and sub 230. And I weighed myself last week and I was 228.3. Yep. So I definitely was below that that one was seemed uh but i have i mean i'm doing the things to make sure that that was that i got there like nutrition tracking and trying to get to the gym and uh, at least do some type of physical activity uh the i said i was going to do five revenue producing calls a day i'll be honest i did not do five revenue producing calls a day why uh i hit like a wall just not knowing who to call it's a lame excuse and then I didn't make the time to go and find new people to call. Yeah, that's definitely a mindset thing. That's like, yeah. and, and I don't want to, I don't want to like, mistake example, this. One with, day was like we were in Coeur d'Alene, mm-hmm. and so I didn't make calls. I made, I think I made two or three that morning. Mm-hmm. So I made revenue producing calls every day. But you also I spoke started, to three revenue producing potential sources. Yeah, I had meetings, and I what what I was meaning with mine is like I want five. Uh, it's probably might be too ambitious, right? Like five outbound, I guess inbound, I counted inbound too, revenue producing calls or contacts, emails, reach outs a day, not counting meetings or anything like that. So yeah. it might've been a little aggressive, uh, but it did get me back in the habit of tracking my calls, tracking my appointment set, tracking appointments held, and then how that leads to new money. So it created uh, and got me back into a, a better habit for the last week or two. Yeah. Which is good. So hopefully I can get in and continue that habit of tracking again and then, you know, have be realistic about my goal setting. So it's positive that you're tracking. Yeah. Are you open Agreed. to a suggestion? From who? From me to you. Oh, God. I don't know if I'm open. <laughs> when I struggle to make revenue producing calls, whether it's new prospects or cold call whatever why don't you go into your CRM pull up your current customers and pick four or five of them to call just make it like a hey haven't talked to you for a while I was wondering who do you know that you think could benefit from chatting to me and I know you do that in person but when you don't have anybody literally and, and some I've read a book where it says you should say to somebody hey who do you know that I should know 
I would quantify it further than that. As hey, like you've worked with me context. for yeah. So hey, you've in your world. Hey, you've worked with me for a few years. Just wanted to check in, make sure you're happy. Maybe mm-hmm. you find somebody that isn't happy. So there's a, or maybe you find somebody that's like, yeah, actually our circumstances have changed, and we'd like to talk to you about maybe putting more in or whatever. Totally. Or I've been meaning to call you as one. I get a lot when I do that. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, well, hey, since you're setting a meeting with them, and is there anybody like within your friend group, any teachers, any nurses, anybody that circumstances have changed that you can think of? Do you know anybody that's just bought a house that might benefit from chatting with me? And you'll find that, I think, you'll find that people are like, oh, yeah, I've never thought about referring your business before. Let's, yeah, you should speak to these people. Yeah, and I don't know if people haven't thought. Like I have done that before, but I think the question needs to be more even refined then who you know, who do you know type thing because people when I ask a question like that and open it like oh well let me think about it and I'll get yeah. back to you I think about it anybody and they never even think well, about guess it well guess what when they say let me think about it and again I'm not I'm just saying I'll how follow I, up in a week how I deal with it no well why don't we have coffee next week and we can talk about it then yeah. it's not like you don't have any room for coffee dates because no, yeah. that's what you do, right? You meet yeah. with people, you talk with them. Absolutely. But, I mean, that, I think that's the route you go if you really feel like you don't that's have. Yeah, start calling on clients. Yeah, call clients because they're they're, up to. they're the ones that like with you, that like you. They work with you already, so yeah. there's no reason why they shouldn't refer their friends to you. And if they're reluctant to share their friends with you and what they're doing, then it's probably time to sit down and talk with them, right? Because you're yeah. like, hey, what am I doing that you need to change? Yeah. What, what's not. Yeah. Where you're not finding value, obviously. We've talked about word of mouth. We've talked about reputation. And maybe, again, and I can, I, I'm happy to sit down and work with you on refining it or maybe just make some mistakes. Well, you know? yeah. I'm, sorry, I was taking, taking water. So you just. <laughs> <laughs> but when we've, uh, when we've done exercises before, like even when we were talking about our elevator pitches, right, our elevator speeches, yeah, yeah. that was beneficial. So. If it yeah, helps which you, which those haven't been aired yet, you guys will get to hear those when those go. I'd, I'd love to sit down with you and have you pitch me. Pitch you? <laughs> I'm not pitching you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pitch somebody who doesn't want to be sold. <laughs> First, you got to figure out if they're even willing to. Don't waste your time. Convince me. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm in the advice business, not the convincing business. Is our yeah. line in the office? Well, I would be your worst client because you want to be a household CFO, and all I want you to do is manage what you manage. Yeah. So that's why my relationship with the guy I work with now is great. He doesn't care about what I'm doing other than putting money in with him and what he's already got. Well, well if you're putting so, enough away, it makes it easier. Yeah. So, no, like I said, I just... And to your point, actually, I don't care what you spend above and beyond what you put away. Yeah. As long as you're putting away what you're supposed to put away, your money is yours to spend. Yep. You can buy, you know, a whole trailer park for all I care and rent them all out to your buddies. I don't care what you do. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you were open to that because, you know, there's a lot of things I'm not good at, but I think when it comes to sales... I can give some some really good advice and some not so good advice, but I think that I'm pretty <laughs> pretty on the ball when it comes to how can we turn a lack of production into production. And a lot of times it's just me. I didn't think about it like that. I didn't. Think well, and that, sometimes it just takes like I mean, you get tired during the day. And it's like meh. Well, meh, I get meh. I get creative all the time. So currently, just as an idea, and the reason that this is really front and center in my mind, I ran a report in our CRM, every appointment I have ever ran, every prospect I've ever put in the system, 
for four and a half years and I pulled them, their names, everything. And a lot of them are customers now. Uh, and when I say a lot, there's 800 and some odd people, mm-hmm. prospects, and about 250 of them are customers, which means 550 of them are either still in business, out of business, working with somebody else, worked with me and left. And I've been reaching out by all the different ways, whether it be text and email or email and phone call, just saying, hey, we haven't talked for a while. I'd love to sit down and reevaluate where you're at. And one of the things that's got me doing that, I was the only show in town for a minute with Heartland. Now mm-hmm. we've got four brand new people that are producing and I'm like, oh crap, my, prospects, my prospects are going to stay as my prospects. And, you know, those those touches, some of it's a rules of engagement thing, like, yep, I've contacted them and I'm logging it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and some of it's just That's extra business. That's what we business. do in the office, too. Is like I literally, we use Salesforce. And mm-hmm. with key prospects that I go out to, it's like I, I note, hey, made a phone call. This is what we talked about with this prospect. Hey, three months later, hey, sent them an email just following up, wanted to invite them to this particular event. You know, and I bump it out every, like, three months or six months or whatever it is just to note and then i have the trailing notes mm-hmm. so you can look back and be like oh yeah last time we talked about that they were going to be you know they were moving or they just had a grandkid or whatever it yeah. was you can bring up those types of little little things like oh how's your grandson you were going to a soccer tournament you said that <laughs> afternoon how'd that yeah. go well the other thing front and center in my mind is i want to stay top dog in spokane so there's they've, there's some people that have been able to take relationships that i never had and make them customers and i'm like that's what i started doing so I'm going to stay out in front by reconnecting and growing You're relationships. Getting a little push, huh? So yeah, it's, it's good. It's healthy. You know, I'm all about competing and collaborating. So I'm also helping these guys. So when and girls when they reach out and say, "Hey, I'm talking to X Y Z business owner, and yeah. I know you've got some experience in this realm," I'm happy to sit down, and I don't get compensated for that. But what it does is it makes sure that those people are still getting a good heartland experience even if they're working with a rookie it's not mm-hmm. a different experience you don't want to tarnish the brand me. and have that come back to you and be like yep. yeah we t- talked with heartland it wasn't a good they were bad so you know in a lot of sales bad. organizations it's unhealthy competition to where they want to step on each other and for me it's like no i want to be better than you but i'm also willing to help you compete and collaborate well if you can all be better it's just going to push you to be better right exactly i mean if they're better and they're raising their level of service and their caliber of 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 business then you're going to have to do the same if you want to stay top dog yeah so um can we move on from business a little bit and we'll come back i think there's i've got some notes and And i've got notes notes. too yeah depends Um, what your notes are i guess i want to talk personal oh oh, here we go i'm a month out from all the stuff that you know i've been back from actually Yesterday was, sorry, two days ago was a month since I got back from Orlando and it was ground zero from being hurt and kind of dealing with all the personal relationship bullshit. Sorry for the language. I'm not really sorry for the language. We already have an E anyway, so we're explicit. I mentioned Sunday kind of recentered me and I'm just in a good place today good. mentally. But I did something on Friday last week that I don't, I'm so ashamed of it. And when you were golfing? No, 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 after. Oh. And it's just, I, I got back on Bumble and Tinder. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I didn't laugh. And I've lasted until today. I don't have notifications or anything on there. But I need to give advice and I need to kind give of advice? give advice and also kind of quantify where I'm at with this. So I'm just 
sometimes you have to get uncomfortable, right? So I'm not in a, I wasn't in a good place for a few weeks there. Yeah, as you mm-hmm. know, we, you and I have a long talks. I feel okay about it now, but you know, we've also mentioned that it's been really nice getting some attention from people that you wouldn't, you weren't getting attention from. You know, losing some weight, looking good, feeling yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's, a, there's certainly there's a, the two things I find most attractive are confidence and intelligence beyond boobs, bums, and legs and pretty faces, right? Boobs, bums, and <laughs> the three Bs. I love. Uh, several legs, the three Bs. What the hell? The two, two Bs. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a there's a shallowness when you say you don't want to be with somebody that isn't physically attractive, and I, I'm definitely like that. I want physical attraction, but above all else, confidence and, and intelligence. Bumble and Tinder are not the places to find those things. <laughs> I just want to say, mm. it's and dating in Spokane organically is hard. Oh yeah. So at least from I mean I don't know that. I say oh yeah like I would know, but I guess no. In the bar scene, there's always something about, mm, I don't want to be that guy, right? You don't want to be, and that guy, we know that guy, we we are friends with that guy, and I'm talking multiple times over guys that are out trying to hook up and do all that. And, you know, so I don't want to do that. I am part of a lot of professional networking groups and different organizations. You also don't want to shit where you sleep, right? So you don't want to... <laughs> You don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're reaching out to people that are attractive and intelligent and all the rest of it. And you're like, yeah, but there's a there's a connection there that might possibly sour some other relationships and, and things that I'm involved in. So then I'm left with the gym. and Which is as creepy as the bar. I need help on this. So any woman listening to this... I am the most respectful person at the gym, right? So I talk to lots of girls at the gym, but we either it's either developed over time to where I know their husbands, I know them, I know their situation. It's not creepy. There's zero kind of um, yeah, context behind romantic it, so. interest. But then, and I, I heard a girl talking about this. She was talking about her um, her gym hobby, and she was talking about it on the social media. She's like a gym goer and. Huh. And her gym hobby is somebody she's never talked to. So she's dealing with the same stuff I'm talking to. There's some girls that are very attractive. We might have nodded or grunted, but we've always got headphones in. We're passing. You know you know what the drive, because you park in the same place. You see them doing their workout. They're doing their workout. And there's just something really weird. You can't approach them, right? Even though there's commonalities, there's... Call me big-headed. Call me big-headed or yeah. egotistical, but there's, there's interest, right? Like, even if it's just to, hey, how you doing... But there's this stigma. I have never, until we use the name Emma, talked to a girl at the gym and taken her on a date okay. from the gym. Okay. And that was kind of random and not really a situation. It was it was a natural situation to talk to her and then develop it from there. So girls talk to me and Ben has an idea and we're going to let them talk. How do you approach someone either at the gym or not at the gym without coming off as just being... That guy. Creepy. Yeah, I don't... I, and she? I, I've never struggled in the dating realm in terms of getting women to go out with me. So I know how to get somebody to hang out with me. <laughs> but at the gym, it's different. And then at the bar, it's different. And then give me some ideas here. Um, so I don't, have, I don't have a solution for you per se. Okay. Because mine's more business related. So now I have a business <laughs> idea. I'm like, what if we create an app where you can go and like, you know, 
backtrack a little bit. You get the inlander. Hold on, don't don't make your facial expressions. You I'm get not, the I'm inlander, and in it, it's the like the jeers, cheers type thing. Like, hey, I saw you, girl. You were looking good walking down the street, whatever. And what if we do that for a gym app, right? And you can put your address in, and, and you, and it's like the intent of this particular app is to connect people, right? And it could be relationships. It could be like, hey. I'm too scared to walk up to you in the gym. Do you mind showing me how to do that lift? If you're open to it, please respond to it. It's like, hey, So you're going Steven. to create an app where you have 300 million men and two women using it? Uh, I think you might be surprised. Case in point, you're one friend about her gym hubby who hasn't talked to it. Yeah. So it gives people a platform where the idea is it's meant to reach out, right? So it's like put in your gym location and other people can subscribe to that gym location if they're part of the app. You would go in there if there's a particular girl and be like, hey, I saw you. I don't want to approach you at the gym because that just seems out of weird. Not that this is any not weirder, I guess. If you're on here, I'm going to assume that you're open to that same type of thing. Would you want to go grab a smoothie after our next workout or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's an interesting thought. Yeah, good luck with that. I just think you've created... Someone's going to steal it from us now, you know, and they're going to make millions. I just think you've created another way for men to be lecherous and... Hey, I saw your ass at the gym today, and it was awesome. And well, yeah. there's obviously going to be that too. And, and you know what? Some girls are going to be like, "Thank mm-hmm. you for seeing." Yeah. So, for the record, or you know what? You could just go up and just tell the girl that you wanted to ask her to coffee or something afterwards, or to a smoothie or breakfast. Yeah, but I just I do just, it in a respectful I'm way. So open to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm open to. I'm open to <laughs> someone saying, hey, this is how you can yeah. chat with somebody that you've never talked to. Because you see the same people. I've been going to this same gym for six years, five, five, six years. And I've seen the same people at the same times. And I go at a variety of times. You see the same people. And it's like, yeah, I've never I think you to might them. be making a bigger deal out of it than it but actually But there's men is. as well. Like, there's men that some of them, it's like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I would walk by you. Well, in a why bar. don't you just go up to them and be like, hey, I know I've seen you here a thousand times before and I just haven't ever taken a chance to introduce myself or say hi. Like, yeah, if and just wanted to. There's that know, fine line to where to you have a, a name to a face. You've been at the gym with me, so you know that a lot of people do know me either through work or from going yeah, there and they people, do talk yeah. to me. So there's a fine line between having. Your gym people you want to talk to, yeah. and then everybody wanting to talk well, to you. You need to introduce to yourself to the people you don't want to talk to. Yeah, I just figured I'd share it. If, you know, it's um, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm I'm interested. I want to know, like, is there a non creepy way to say to a girl at the gym, "Hey, I see you here all the time. Never said hi, and I'd really like to go to coffee or lunch or something sometime." Or maybe you don't even go that far with the first time you introduce. I don't know. So. Yeah, there you go. Dating sucks. Dating sucks. Trying to trying to meet people sucks. If there's any single ladies listening to the podcast that would no, like to go on a that. date with God, <laughs> Jesus. Is our savior. Cause, and, and I'm going to be honest here. There is a few girls at the gym that have approached me, usually on the social media, by the way, and... Almost like it would be good if there was a platform for and them to do it. And it's unwelcome attention. So again, I've experienced it going both ways, kind of, where I don't want to be that person. Plus, I've also been on the opposite end where I'm like, ah, oh, no. And you're trying to be nice. Like I mentioned that it's almost shallow, but there has to be physical. Plus, there has to be the intelligence yeah. part. And you got to be yeah. attracted to them, right? Yeah. it's I'm having been a little bit on both sides. I'm, I'm just stumped. So... 
I have some more notes that I would like to get through, but I know. Oh, I know. You always have something to talk about. So, Ben, give me something that you want to talk about. Come on. On our little accountability. Mine goes back to the to uh more of the business side and actually no that's a lie it's not just the business side it's more it's, it applies to both it applies to all things and i was just sitting there thinking last night about working out i was you know thinking about setting my alarm at least to get up and go for a run in the morning mm-hmm. and uh i kind of mentioned to you earlier it's like i hired this trainer we got the nutrition thing kicked off he's shown me some of what he thinks are going to be his, you know, good new workout regimen, but hasn't created the actual regimen yet. So now I'm mm-hmm. kind of in the limbo land of what do I, <laughs> what do I do from a workout standpoint, right? And I have some input on this when you're done, by the way. You have input? Oh, I'm so surprised. But uh, so I was just kind of thinking. I was like, man, I got to do something. I have a feeling I already know what you're going to say, Stephen. But uh, well, I'm going to kick your ass tomorrow, so you don't need to worry about tomorrow's workout. Thanks. I'm. I feel so so. I'm ready for this. I'm just gonna sweat like crazy. But I guess it was just going back to the importance of action, right? And just doing something. And so I was like, I tell myself a lot of time working out, just get up and just go stand on the elliptical, right? If you can't, if you can't convince yourself to do it. But then it also applied. Really, I was thinking about it in, as it pertains to my, my business. And even when there's slow times and you feel like you're in a doldrum and nothing's happening, right? It's like the importance of still going through the action, still making calls, still going and doing, you know, meetings with your COIs, even though it might be a dry time for them too, and they're not referring to you. It just is really uh, something I thought in this podcast, right? Even it's just putting something out with consistency. And I think how important that is in every aspect of your life means a lot. And it's really the ultimate determiner, it seems like, of success is are you consistent? Because consistency leads to success ultimately. Yeah. So I'm going to jump in and say this. The things I'm motivated to do, generally speaking, do not give me good results in life or business or health or anything. The things I'm motivated to do are eat, play sport. I guess there's a little help there. Watch sport. Sit on my ass and watch TV. Watch sport. Yeah. Hang out with friends and drink. Those are the things that genuinely yeah. motivate it, me to get off my ass and do something. Now, the things I'm not motivated to do. Go to the gym. I do it six days a week minimum. I'm not motivated to go and pound the pavement and bang on people's doors and find new businesses. Yeah. So I'm making adjustments to how I'm doing business and getting to completely referral-based business. But I guess where I'm going with this is motivation in general is horseshit, for want of a better term. What the what people get confused about is motivation and habit. So if you only do things you're motivated to do, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that falls by the wayside that's super important in health, life, business, relationships. And case in point, a lot of women aren't motivated to come home and have sex with their men. But the best relationships... Case in point? What case in what point? Wait, the, what? the best relationships understand that there's, hey, we all have needs and, you know, you don't get to have half a relationship because the physical side, and it might not be sex, it might be holding hands, watching, you know, laying around yeah, and Yeah, whatever it is. But whatever their love the language. best relationships still have that physical component. But beyond that, I think we talked about books and we're going to release that podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The power of habit, 
literally addresses this. It talks uh, the same one. Um, I've been swearing a lot today. I don't know why. Um, the Unfuck Yourself book, same thing. You mm-hmm. can talk about motivation. Nobody wakes up in the morning every single day thinking, I cannot wait to go to the gym. I can't wait to eat healthy. Yeah. Can't wait to go to work and do the work I'm doing all day, Sounds every day. Sounds like a very depressing life. Well, it is depressing. But habit of doing the things that need to be done in a timely manner, in a way that's manageable, create balance. There's that balance concept again, moving forward to where you're not doing, you're not going to the gym and eating right and making those phone calls you need to make for work because you're motivated, you're doing it because you know that the back end results are worth it and something that you're going to benefit from. So yeah, motivation's bullshit. Motivation, if somebody pretends they're motivated all the time, they're absolutely full of crap. I I don't think motivation, I'll disagree. I don't think motivation is bullshit. I think motivation is temporary is what I'll say. But that's why it's bullshit. Because if you're well, only, it's not. If you're you're only going to do the things you need to do when you're motivated, then you're only going to do them for small well, amounts not, of time. That's not also not necessarily true. So it's like I think motivation is temporary and it can be what leads you to habit. Right? It's like motivation is temporary. Mm-hmm. I, I call it the church camp high sometimes. You know, you come back from church <laughs> camp and you're like, Woo Jesus <laughs> And then but it's, you know it's true. No, and then all of a sudden camp. they don't go to church anymore. It's like, you know, a couple of weeks go by and they don't go to church anymore. Uh, I think the same thing, but it's like creating that habit. But that motivation can lead to habit. And it's funny, you're talking about the things that you like to do that are easy to do that motivate you. It's all the things that are easy. I mean, mm-hmm. it's sitting on the couch, eating food, all the th- Like, that's why everybody does those. And very rarely do people get up, make the calls to their you know prospects go to the gym go knock on the doors do the hard meetings you know well there's your difference i mean is is the things that are difficult people create habit maybe that might be a correlation right it's like the things that are usually hard to do are done through habit and those are the things that make someone successful Mm -hmm. but habit also comes from attitude right so I think this is where we're saying the same things, we're just kind of saying it in different ways. So we don't disagree on the fact that motivation is temporary. I post motivational quotes every day, dude. Yeah. I'm always talking about it. I'm always... So, so you're those, posting bullshit daily. No, oh, those God. things are there as reminders, right? But those things are there as reminders not to motivate necessarily and, hey, now I feel spectacular and I'm going to do this thing. But what they are there to do is to shift attitude and mindset. So Bill Beswick is one of the most... Stop leaning on the table. But wouldn't that be motivation? No, no, no. If you're shifting attitude and mindset? The difference is this. Attitude is like a fuel tank. So Bill Beswick, sports psychologist, visits some of the best football, basketball, baseball teams on the planet and reminds them about attitude. So attitude is like a fuel tank and you can have the best attitude in the world which I think for the most part, I'm a fairly positive person. I can be critical. I can be down in the dumps. But I would say 340 days out of 365, I am positive. I'm a go-getter. But those other days, and they might be spread out. They generally don't come all at once. But when your fuel tank gets low, you have to top it up. And Mm -hmm. we've talked about this. Take a break. Do something fun. Get out of the office. Go for a walk. Take a week off and go and visit someone Whatever you haven't seen is. for a long time. But that's where the a- attitude and motivation are very different. Attitude 
needs topped up. Motivation just needs to be a reminder. So that can be as simple as the one I posted today. Let the past make you better, not better. That seems like common sense advice, but what that does is it makes you consider everything, right? It makes you consider, yeah, you know, I had some shitty things happen to me two years ago. Look where I'm at now. That gave me a, something to focus on where I'm, I'm, my arm, for instance, when mm-hmm. I shattered it, got a metal plate in there. They told me I'd never straighten it. They gave me something to focus on. Now I can straighten it. I'm using it like I always have. So attitude, you're going to have those ebbs and flows. Motivation literally doesn't last longer than a couple of days as far as I'm concerned. No, I agree. But habit, by building habits and focusing on the positives that comes out of those habits, that's what's going to propel you forward. More I think so though, than motivation. There can be learned motivation too, though. I think like people know how to motivate themselves too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes I just need that initial jump start, right, to do something too. It's like if you can learn how how you're motivated and do the actions again that lead you to being motivated to do other things that you might not want to do. I, I mean, I think motivation, even temporary motivation, can be used as a tool in that yeah. way. So I actually posted this on our Instagram a few was it last week, where you were doing your consultation on your nutrition. Yeah, and I think what it, it was a paraphrase quote. I didn't put quotation marks on it, but I said, "To to do what you've never done, you have to do what you've never done." Yeah. So yeah. you've never looked yeah, at go your figure. your macros, and so to, sorry to achieve what you've or to get what you've never had, you have to do what you've never done. Yeah, it's a good quote. So it was something like that. Um, and again, I might be butchering it. I could probably look it up. Yeah, the point stands. But the point is that. In order to get extraordinary at anything, sorry to use that word because I don't want to just take our title, but to be to get extraordinary results, you have to do more than the ordinary person yeah, does. Totally. I think that's where the habits come into it. It's yep. like focus on the long game. Yep. And be focused on the habit and the process rather than feeling like you want to do it. It's like I'm focused on the process because the process gets me to the goal. You know, mm-hmm. the whole start mm-hmm. with why thing, Simon Sinek. And then the motivation, every now and again, you just have to top that tank up yep. and go, okay, I need to put myself in front of a positive person, watch a positive video, a TED Talk, a Mel mm. Robbins or somebody like that, and you go from there. Or sometimes the motivation is just take a break and just let it your cup refill a little there bit. There you go. Get outside, go for a walk, go for a bike ride, do something that fulfills you, go for a beer with a friend and laugh. I mean, yeah, This could be an entire topic for us, by the way, and I think it might be fun to get some kind of public speaker that focuses on this stuff to talk about attitude, motivation, habit, all of these things as a topic. Yeah, so totally. That would be keep fun. Keep that front and center. That would be fun. Um, Where are we at time-wise? We're all right. We're at 40 minutes. Okay. So you so, got a couple more things that you Yeah, since we're to... focused on attitude and things like that, I want to point out that and we, I don't know that we've said this in a recording per se, but you mm-hmm. and I have discussed it. And I want to Ooh. put it out there to everybody that this podcast has given me outlets and positive, just a positivity that I've, I've never knew was there, right? And I mean that in that I've shared things here that I probably wouldn't have shared with my best friends a year ago. Mm. I have opened up. I find myself thinking about this a lot, jotting down ideas. We're always texting back and forward yeah, about ways totally, to do yeah. things bigger, better. The feedback has been spectacular. We mentioned that we got some reviews. I find this podcast is filling my cup in ways I didn't know my cup could be filled. Yeah, I had mentioned that too. And 
you know, it's really, really great and gratifying to have someone say, hey, I really enjoyed this topic. Mm-hmm. You know, we, and the podcast we released today with Mark Smith's interview, if you haven't listened to that and you're listening to this, go and check it out. And the reason being, and we're going to Episode do this. Episode 18, yeah, yeah we're, we're going to do this with, with Ben's boss. And I am so excited because I want to ask him difficult questions about Ben, the way Ben did, not necessarily about me, but about business. But he gives insight into me as a 22-year-old guy. And, I mean, stuff that he's never told me before, Yeah, we've just put out in the ether. Yeah. You know? Um, really great analogies, really great stories, and wisdom that even though I talk to the guy all the time, I've been able to reconnect with him now and in a way that it, before it was it wasn't superficial we were close but now like it's out there other people are going to ask me about that already have like text and said hey today's episode was great so i'm getting more out of this podcast than i have in a lot of things and i'm really enjoying it and just know that me personally and i'm hoping ben too want to grow this make it like a community the fact that a third of our listenership came in the last 30 days is just yeah, blows crazy. my mind. The numbers have been great. And the trajectory looks like a rocket ship for the last month. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. excited. Let's exceed it this month. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I think, and I mean, you know, the same applies to me. Like I already told you, it's like I was looking for a, a creative outlet too, something a little outside of finance, a little more entrepreneurial too. And I did not think this was going to be that. <laughs> uh, if I'm being like 100% honest, like I think I told you, I was looking for businesses to invest in, side ventures, things like that, not quitting finance at all. I mean, that's obviously what allows me to do some of that stuff. But uh, getting to kind of create a vision and then discuss it on the on the podcast and what some of this is leading to and the feedback we're getting, you know, to your point that like that helps fulfill or, or fill your cup, my cup, if you will, too. Because it's like, hey, people are appreciating some of the stuff. Surprisingly, I don't know why you guys like this. But uh, like they like some of the stuff we're actually putting out. And they're positive comments. And, hey, thanks for doing that. I can relate. Been there. Uh, the, the reviews as of late, you know, I appreciate the vulnerability. These two have really good, uh, I don't know, what would they call it? Really good back rapport. and forth. Yeah, rapport. Thank you. And it, it was just okay, people actually like this. Like, that's kind of cool and to feel uh, that appreciation, but also, like I said, to fulfill my vision cup too and some of the stuff we get to talk about and have control really over something is, 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 is not something I expected to get from this podcast at all. I literally just thought it was going to be for accountability with working out. Mm-hmm. And hey, why not talk a little business while we're at it? I like talking shop. Yeah. But, so, but I just wanted to out there, I really do, I mean, get... A lot, once a week we sit down and we record sometimes twice a week um, we text each other about our workouts we text each other and sort of ask hey where are you at here and I mean I talk to you yeah. probably as much as your wife does throughout the day Seriously, yeah. <laughs> Stephen calls me or texts me a lot you call and text me a lot too yeah. Do, would so, you like to look at our call list from today I was like I have three calls from Stephen how did I miss that <laughs> yeah but, and Steven starts driving around though like you'll be driving I don't drive you know for yeah. work as much and so he'll be driving around and he'll just call I mean get I, have, I have thoughts and I have to either get them written down which I don't want to do when I'm driving or I have to get them out there so that people remember well that's why I called you notes and, and you're like oh, I can't remember why I called you I'm like you called three times and you can't remember why you called me 
It must have been like, a good geez. idea. Jeez, yeah. I'm like, dude, make a voice memo or something, or leave me a voicemail about it. Yeah. So, what's on uh, your list, Ben? What else do you have? Because I've, I've got one more. I, I know. And I think, you, you'll again, just, uh... this is kind of born of what's been going on the last um, last month or so. Actually, I do have something else. And I'm going to be vulnerable again. Sorry if, if people get uncomfortable when I'm vulnerable, but... I don't think... This is a new thing for me. This really is a new thing for me, like just sharing how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling. But I mentioned that last weekend... It's probably the loneliest I've yeah. felt in 20 years. Ooh. At least been cognizant of it, been, been absolutely aware of the fact that I felt not alone, but just felt isolated. Yeah. And I got out and I did some things on my own with the dog and, and got through it. But it got me thinking about the difference between friends and acquaintances. Oh, yeah. And... What a what a true village circle is, right? Like what you have in your 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 circle versus what you have, because there was options to go and be with people and do yeah, things. Yeah. But they weren't my inner circle. They weren't the people that I wanted to be yeah. around. To no, totally. we'll, we'll call it fill in the cup since we've been on that analogy. But I think there's a topic here that we should probably approach at some point. This that would be a great topic. Friends versus acquaintances. Yeah, totally. Um, and the balance between the two. Because it's hard. Yeah. Especially in sales. Yeah, well, out, yeah. I mean, you know, we're so connected, you and I, and I, I have very close personal friends who think everybody's their friend and their buddy and yeah. you can do... And, and it's like, no, like you have... I think everybody has somewhere between five and ten touchstones, people that are truly, truly, truly their friends that are like family and everybody else is an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you can't substitute people in and out or grow that even a little bit bigger than that but it, yeah last weekend kind of made me realize that so i just wanted to throw that out there now it's recorded well it will be and it's in these notes because i yeah. just keep adding to these notes but yeah friends versus acquaintances i think it's That's often it. important is, uh, to consider it well and what i was going to say and what laura and i had a discussion on this in the last couple of months is like sometimes our friends have suffered because we have felt the need to interact with acquaintances like a duty to our acquaintances right and it's like we don't need to be there for the acquaintances yep. as much as we do our friends too. So I think talking about that would be interesting. Yeah, and you know, again, it's a difference between the people that could call you at two in the morning, you drop everything, show up, and make sure they're good, and the people that call you at two in the morning and you know that they don't really need you, they don't want you. It's just you were convenient at the time, you know. So yeah, just things as I think about things, I write them down for these accountability updates and just throw them out there. Yeah, I like it. So yeah. no, that's a good one. Yeah. Last thing that I'll say, and then we can probably wrap it up if you didn't have another point. I have some stuff that we're going to focus on before our next accountability. At least I'd like to, so go ahead. But uh, mine is just the idea of grace, really, and, gi- and giving yourself grace. Because I don't know about you, but it's like I I will beat myself up. I'm my own worst critic, right? Like I will beat myself up if I don't do something or I didn't, you know, even like uh, the the we'll take the five calls thing i didn't get that done like i could i could use that and hit myself over the head with that multiple different ways but instead you know it's like i think giving yourself grace is actually a positive thing and a growth thing it's like you know what you just try to do the best you can with the tools that you're given and if you feel like you're doing the best that you can and those actions and those things that you're doing are positive and getting you in the right direction, you're going to get to your goals eventually. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just got to give yourself a little grace 
and acknowledge the success that you have had too. Yeah. Well, the beauty of a goal is that you put a date, a time, a location on a goal, whatever it is, as long as you're moving in that direction, you can always adjust the date or the yeah, time. Totally. So yeah, goals are great because it's something to focus on. Mm-hmm. But just because you're focused on it and miss it slightly or miss it by a lot, now it's like, okay, let's evaluate what I did to not get there. And your goal can be your motivator. I mean, your motivator, Mm -hmm. temporary motivation again, too. Like, look at it and be like, that's why I'm doing this. And let's say we, I mean, we set some goals. Let's say our goal was to get sub 230 and you got to 230.2. That was still positive, right? Yeah. It's progress. Um, you know, Mark Smith talked about this when we were talking to him the other day. A lot of people fail because they're afraid to start. They don't take that first step, yeah. right? So any Just do forward, something. Just do something. <laughs> just yeah. do something. Um, all right, so... So what are your last... In the vein have? of accountability... Dun, 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 dun. I would like for you and I to commit to something. We have one <laughs> set scared. up. So actually we have two set up, but one of them I'm going to run. So tomorrow, Ben and I are going to train together, and we're yeah. going to do a kind of training Ben's never done. So we're going to go to a stadium. We're going to have speed ladders, some hurdles, some cones, and we're going to do some SAQ work, speed and quickness, plyos, stairs, sprint work. So we're just going to do something completely outside of Ben's wheelhouse, um, something that I necessarily don't love, but I, I, I love it after the fact. And we're just going to work on some speed and agility and different things. We also have an interview coming up with a new company owner who we posted about on Instagram. So Mike Nielsen, we're going to get with him. We're going to do a workout with him. He's a U District guy, one of the owners of U District, and his company actually provides, with the exception of the basketball team, um, all of the strength and conditioning coaching for Gonzaga University. With the exception of it? I so they did, just one of his him. guys does yeah. do it, but it's not like it's his not his company as, still does. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to work with him. He's going to put us through a workout, and then we're going to interview him about his new company, which is kind of exciting, new concept. We won't ruin it because he's yeah. just launched Little it. We'll teaser. let him talk about it. And so I want to commit that at least once a month for the remainder of this year, 2019. So what's that? Seven months. We do a completely different workout in a completely different gym with a completely different trainer and we're throwing this out as a gauntlet or I'm throwing it out as a gauntlet to where it can be any kind of training any kind of gym any kind of focus it can be yoga it can be Pilates it can Mm -hmm. be CrossFit it can be cross training it can be just a random gym with a different trainer we do something different with a new person that we've never done before get outside our comfort zone for fitness for the next for the rest of the year how do you feel about that, Benny Boo? Benny Boo. Well, Stevie. <laughs> Stevie. I'm fine with it. Okay, good. I mean, as long as you take the lead on it. Yeah, I mean, well, you know just some people that I don't. And, I mean, yeah, one of them can be Farm Girl already. Fit. I was going to say, think, we have a couple of gyms already that we yeah, can, yeah. We promised Farm Girl Fit in February we were going to do that workout, and then I was out of town and you were out of town, so yeah. we've still got that one we can lean on. we got Farm Girl Fit. You mentioned the lab up north. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Spokane Boxing. Yep. I mean, there's a few of them at least. But I just figured now that it's out there, we've said it to our listeners, we have to make it happen. And some of them we might do like Facebook or Instagram lives or just record them and post them. some. um, I guess the other thing we need accountability on, you and I both, mm -hmm. is we said we were going to do golf lessons to each other. We did. We have not scheduled our golf lessons. So by the next 
I am not good at golf is why we're taking golf lessons. Steven is subpar. Don't even freaking roll your eyes. You're it depends subpar. on the day, but yeah, I mean, we can always be better, right? Um, so we're going to take some golf I hit lessons. The shit out the ball the other day. Good, FYI. Good. Well, we're going to take some golf lessons. And we have a spot for one more. So if there's anybody that wants to be on our golf team, <laughs> let us know. Because the guys that we normally golf with was like, no, we're good enough. Just golf more. That's their, That was their solution. Just golf more. So and There's two schools of thought. The game's the best teacher, but I think it's always helpful to have somebody that knows what they're doing. You don't want to create bad habits. You've got to be doing it right before you go and just do create more negative Professional habits. golfers have coaches. So Exactly. Yeah. So by the next uh, accountability podcast recording, you and I need to have identified who our third's going to be for our coaching lessons or our group lesson okay and then get it scheduled i mean I, I can get that done i actually have a lot of golf coming up really exciting golf like people have started reaching out to me to go and play a bunch of these well they want my money really but go and play in these charity fundraiser yeah, tournaments can get which are fun but you know um i don't mind donating to a cause as long as i don't have to pay for the golf and pay, donate to the cause but yeah i have a few really cool ones coming up including the Coral Lane resort with a floating green and yeah that'll um, be cool yeah and uh, a sponsor for some as well, which you might want to come on, lots of business owners. Yeah, so yeah, let me know. Yeah, we'll get you in on the mix. I do a really good job of flagging down the beer cart girl. <laughs> Hitting the ball, not so much. To this. What's that? <laughs> I only flag down the attractive beer cart girls. Oh, okay. I'm just there for the beer, so. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else for you, Ben. <sighs> Nor I you. And it's warm in here, it so it would really be really hot. nice to end this. I'm sweating so. through my backside. We'll uh, sign off how we always sign off, I guess. So until the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other. And like us on Instagram at O2E Journey and on Facebook. Uh-huh. Boom. <laughs> And I am bone rise up ting ting like glitter and gold I got fire in my soul rise up ting ting like glitter Like glitter and gold Like glitter Do you walk in the valley of kings? Do you walk in the shadow of
you're asking for And everybody in the front room's tripping out You left your bottle at the door Cause everybody in the back room's spinning out You don't remember what you're asking for And everybody in the front